0: Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian.
1: I'm Mohammed. This is a podcast where we talk about movies,
0: TV shows,
1: and all things superheroes.
0: Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter,
1: which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back everybody to AM Reviews. It's Mohammed and Adrian. And today, we're here to review the film, Spider-Man, No Way Home.
0: Now in theaters. Dr. Strange one and a half. Well, (laughs)
1: okay. All right. Yeah. Some of that. But this film stars Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Oh, looking at the rest of this cast, I don't want to say anything. Um, Zendaya (laughs) as MJ. (laughs) Marissa Tomei as Aunt May.
2: Um let's see. Ah
1: Jacob Batalon as Ned leads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just skipping around. Just not to spoil anything from the beginning, you know.
0: No, no. And of course you got Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Um Doctor Strange, Benedict Wong, um
1: John Favreau,
0: is John happy. Favreau is happy.
1: Yeah, I think that's enough. Well, you got well, you got J.K. Simmons as, um, uh, oh yeah, J. Jonah J. Jameson. J.
0: Jameson, yeah.
1: So yeah, I think that's enough.
0: <laughs> right, the ancient one was not in this one, despite popular thoughts. You know,
1: popular. Who else was looking for her?
0: <laughs> I
2: don't <really> know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, essentially, this film is about. With Spider-Man's identity now revealed, our friendly neighborhood webslinger is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life as Peter Parker from the high stakes of being a superhero. When Peter asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what is truly what it truly means to be Spider-Man. So, what did you get from the film Spider-Man: No Way Home?
0: Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home um, was a good film. It was Spider-Man done the best way Marvel can, I think. Um, and it did a lot. It was very much, I started someone about it as a love letter to the, to the fans of Spider-Man over the years. I think it was that. Um, I think it did a great job of ex- still extending the MCU um, into other universes, into... Um, you know, sharing the sharing the screen. Dr. Strange being such a big part of this movie was fantastic. Um, parts where he wasn't there was interesting as to why he wasn't. Um, but it was fun to watch for sure. Fun to watch for sure. Um, and I think for me, it met all expectations. Um, but that doesn't singularly make it amazing. <laughs> but it did meet expectations. So that's awesome.
1: Okay. Well, this movie was amazing to me. And um, I think pretty much all of the Marvel Spider-Man films, so all the ones with mm-hmm. Tom Holland in them are really good movies. None of them have been bad or even close to bad. I agree. Um, but this film, it was a cherry on top. It definitely was a love letter to all those fans out there who have been following along with this franchise or the character Spider-Man since, what, 2001,
0: whenever right. the first
1: one came out. And, um, wow. I mean, they, they really brought it. And besides the trailers, I didn't watch or hear anything about this movie. So mm-hmm. I was not spoiled about anything. Pretty much whatever I saw in the trailer, that's what I got. And I didn't yes. watch anything beyond that, which is the best way to go into this. Um but but by now you've probably been spoiled.
0: Yeah. I mean there were a lot of <laughs> rumors and things and wants and jokes about people being in the movie and all those things. And I think it would have been crazy if it didn't end up the way it ended up. So I'm glad it ended up that way. Um, but yeah it's it's um it was it was good. I think in some ways the um, Into the Spyverse film in some ways took away from this film, I feel like, because we've kind of like we already experienced some of this. Okay. Didn't mean as much because it was different characters, but in some ways I felt like, all right, I'm expecting this because I watched that. <laughs>
1: Well, I thought this one brought a little bit more of that emotional connection, um, especially if you've been watching the Spider-Man films for a while. Um, that one, Into the Spider-Verse, is definitely a great film. I mean, absolute banger. But it's just a movie on its own. There were no previous ones. So this one brought mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff back.
0: Yes, it did bring a lot of things back. And it was emotional um, for a lot of folks, a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad it happened. I think that what I was mo- the thing that the person I like the most in the movie uh, has nothing to do with emotion. But
1: uh, <laughs> OK, well, well, I mean, is that Dr. Strange?
0: No, actually, it's not.
1: OK, is um, that a spoiler? Whoever you're
0: talking about? On it? Well, I guess. No, it's not, actually, because um, so I, I'll put it this way. So obviously a spoiler warning here but there are like <laughs> there are like levels of spoilers in this in this whole process. There were spoilers of who's going to be in this movie, there were spoilers of what villains are going to be in this movie and what really just spoilers he- heroes versus villains showing up in this movie. But the last trailer kind of spoiled the villains because we saw the villains. We saw I think the big scene of Spider-Man leaping across the Statue of Liberty with Electro, Sandman, and uh, I always forget the Lizard guy's actual name. It's not Lizard Man, is it?
1: No, I mean, <clears throat> he's called Dr. Connors, I think, or the Lizard, either one.
0: The li- yeah, Dr. Connors and Lizard. Those three we saw in the final trailers, right? And they had their promotions and stuff. So they weren't hiding them anymore. Um, so that kind of like a soft spoiler, but I love Jimmy Fox in this movie. <laughs>
2: Did. I actually I did it, too
0: it was hilarious he had a makeover for no reason he got he had the LeBron treatment with the hairline for no reason um, and it wasn't explained and I like that uh, <laughs> he just got it. no reason <laughs> he Just they said alright we're going to bring back Jamie Fox but this time we're going to bring back Jamie Fox the <laughs> other guy I don't know who that was that was Urkel we need Jamie Fox in this movie and that's what he brought and I appreciated that
1: Oh yeah, I mean, he had a total redesign as far as his yeah. Character, the powers
0: look better. Um, the character, the acting, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the same actor.
0: <laughs> I, I I know, but just, <laughs> for me, I needed that in the MCU. Okay,
1: well, hopefully, he comes back. You know, he he, <laughs> he did really well. I, I love this character. I mean, he had some of the best jokes.
0: Yes, he did. It almost reminded me of Ryan Reynolds' first Deadpool and current Deadpool. Like it was that kind of transformation for me. (laughs) Less important of a character, of course, but same level of they did you dirty, my boy. We're going to fix this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be back and badder than ever. And you know, my second favorite character was, again, not who people might think it is, but the Green Goblin.
1: Oh, i loved him
0: (laughs) we had of course that spoiler was in the first trailer i think
1: he didn't show his face though
0: they didn't show his face but they had that laugh william defoe oh it was too good he just it was his movie it was too good i I joke and say it was out the train one and a half but it was it was his movie
1: they gotta bring him back he's just too good
0: (laughs) (laughs) he brought realism People are acting, seasoned veteran acting to the MCU that that we have not seen yet.
1: Really? Even with Samuel Jackson?
0: Well, okay. It's different. Okay. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good (laughs) point, But it's a different thread. He's a different kind of actor. Okay. And we have not seen that level of seriousness, emotion, villain. I mean- The Green Goblin, obviously his parallel in the DC universe is the Joker. And I feel like the Green Goblin does it so much better. Because he is psychological, but it's internal. Um, And he's dangerous. He's reckless. But he's also relatable. He's sad. It was, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, we we, got to get him back. He was we just got, he was just too good.
0: He needs to come back to this for real. because um, he did his thing. And honestly, I think William Defoe being in this and having the Joker made the big surprises guests that we had. I think it made it better.
2: Yes.
1: Um, he was absolutely amazing in this film. Yeah. And I I saw somewhere where they said. <clears throat> He wasn't going to come back or he wasn't going to agree to come back unless he could do his own stunts, which is Mm. crazy. I mean, because if you see what he did in this film, I mean, (laughs) it's crazy. (laughs) They made it feel so real and just so immersive. Every punch and like flipping. ah, It was just too good. I mean, the
0: man, he's sick. He's 66. Um, He yeah, he did his own stunts. That's crazy. But, you know, he's old school. He said, "I I've been this is my first rodeo with Spider Man, okay? I want to do it like that, all right? <laughs> give I, me, give me the reins, and I will make this movie great, right? Tom Holland, who not my Spider Man, um, <laughs> I'm gonna kick him to the curb like I did the last one, um, <laughs> not even think twice about it."
1: <laughs> oh man, he he had probably the most important part in this film, or at least one of the most important because
0: I didn't think he would. He, I he, didn't think they were gonna go that route.
1: He was the catalyst for pretty much the half of the film,
0: I think. Right. Right. Because he is a he's a pretty big villain in the MCU. I mean, or in, in Marvel Comics. Of course, he's Spider-Man villain, but the Green Goblin has always been a big deal.
1: Yeah, you gotta bring him back. I don't care if he doesn't fight Spider-Man, just bring him back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You want a Joker style movie with about the um Green Goblin. I think that'd be good.
1: Um yeah, possibly, but I just I just need his character in the MCU. You know, <laughs> something like a Doctor Doom, you know, where he has his own thing. Yeah. Um we just need something like that with this actor. We can't just go get some young gun <laughs> or whatever. We need Willem Dafoe back right now.
0: He it, he was he was good, and I think honest, he felt too good to be next to Tom Holland. <laughs> um, like he didn't like. I felt like if anything, the characters around him in this movie, and I think this has been true for every Spider-Man movie, but they've been good because Tom Holland's a good Spider, good Spider-Man. But they understand in the MCU that they need to do more with these movies because we've we've been through Spider-Man before, so they've done really good jobs with the villains. And the superheroes assisting him in this movie, right? Um, I think of the three. Um, far from home was probably the weakest. Um, what I seeing this one, I think I put Homecoming above Far from Home. No, not Far. No, the middle one what was the middle one, not Far from Home.
1: The, the middle one is Far from Home.
0: Yes, the middle one's Far from Home. I think if I had to rank the three, I would say No Way Home, Far from No, No Way Home, Homecoming, Far from Home.
1: Mm, okay. Well, we can get into more of that a little bit later yeah. once we get towards the end. But man, it was just so good. the it was. All these characters coming back. Um, but I, I do have some problems with it, though. I, yes. I definitely do. Um, but pretty much, uh, we'll go ahead and get into spoilers here. Um, we start off the film where we left off in the last film where Spider-Man's identity has been revealed by a now deceased um, Mysterio and pretty much Mysterio is now I, I forgot that he was actually a hero in most people's right. eyes I just mm-hmm. had to go back and you know look but yeah Mysterio was looked at as a hero and now everybody's thinking that Spider-Man has killed him and right. everybody's against Spider-Man and now uh, Peter his identity is out there so pretty much everybody he Everybody he knows and himself are in critical danger because, you know, anybody can just go up to them and, you know, shoot them or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Harass them. But um, he feels like his life is over pretty much. Um, everybody knows who, who he is. Um, he's getting hate everywhere he walks. And um, he's just starting to get with uh MJ played by Zendaya um their their connection their love for each other is just starting to come to fruition and actually it's been building up until this moment but
2: mm-hmm.
1: it just they just had it at the wrong time I mean they could have had some time earlier but you know it, mm-hmm. it got to this moment and um <clears throat> pretty much he's on the run all the time and um there's a little bit of things that happen in there. You know, he just wants to be a regular kid or just like he wanted to in previous films. But he thinks, OK, I need some help. Who have I worked with previously that can help me out? So he's thinking, oh, Dr. Strange, you know, I went on a mission out of space with him. So, you know, he's right down the street. So he talks to Dr. Strange and asks him, hey, can you um do some kind of spell or whatever to make everybody forget that I'm Spider-Man. And then I think foolishly, Dr. Strange, he agrees to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he was reckless. So (laughs) we also didn't say yet. Dr. Strange has lost the uh, um, Sorcerer Supreme title because he was gone for five years in the blip. And Wong is now Sorcerer Supreme. So he got better things to do. Wong said, leave me out of this. I'm gonna take care of the world. Don't mess anything up, Strange. And Strange just out here like a like a like a preteen when his kids when his parents are gone for the weekend. He's out here casting the kind of spell he want to cast, getting food reckless. This is not the measured and controlled Strange that we are used to. Um, he has become. He's he's willing to test the limits of his powers. Now that he is back and not necessarily under the same amount of pressure, being the um, Sorcerer Supreme.
1: Yes, um, and I think uh, Wong' his words were different from what they showed in the trailer because pre- pretty much he was like, "Don't do this spell,"
2: because
1: mm-hmm. he was completely against it. But in the movie, it was more like, you know, just leave me out of this. Do what you want to do. Right.
0: <laughs> so I got some to take care of. Feed the cats. Let the dog out.
1: Yeah. It it just seems like that's what he's doing every movie. He's just in and out.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> um he's almost like a Nick Fury.
0: I was thinking the same thing. He's like, "I okay, y'all can play around all you want. I know about this already. I'm moving on."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but strange he agrees and he's like, "Okay, you know, I'll do it." And then Peter, he is indecisive and he's like, oh, wait, you know, I need this person to remember and that person. And it keeps adding wrinkles to the spell until it explodes. And then Dr. Strange, he tries to contain it and, you know, he succeeds. But, you know, ripples of the spell that did explode spreads throughout the whole world. Um, and pretty much we don't notice it until... Peter gets on the bridge but before this Peter and his friends are trying to get into MIT you know they're about to graduate high school and trying to get in college Um, but they've all been rejected due to being associated with Spider-Man and he feels that if his friends weren't associated with him then they would have gotten into MIT but um, he convinces Flash you know, the used to be Bully. <laughs> I don't know right. what he is now.
0: <laughs> he's, I don't, he's a clout chaser, I guess. That's, that's what he
1: is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he convinces him, hey, you know, I'll let everybody know that, you know, Spider-Man or you're Spider-Man's best friend, but just give me the location of the MIT coordinator so, you know, I can talk to her so we can help her reconsider accepting us into uh mit so he meets her on the bridge and you know starts talking to her but off in the corner is an old enemy an enemy of an old spider-man not this current spider-man tom holland which is dr octopus or um what do they call him uh what's his Otto, Otto uh, octavius
0: Otto octavius
1: <laughs> yes And he recognizes, oh, this is Spider-Man. I mean, he might look a little different as far as, you know, the suit, but this is Spider-Man. I fought him before. I need to get him. So, you know, they start fighting each other. It's a really good action scene on the bridge, but um, Peter, his mask comes off, and then he's like, you're not Mm -hmm. (laughs) Spider-Man. And then uh, part of his suit also gets torn, or I don't know what the I don't know if you can call that torn, but his suit is nanotechnology, right. so it can form around anything, and it attaches to the tentacles of Doctor Octopus, and pretty much it takes over his tentacles, and now Peter is in control of the tentacles, and you know he releases himself, and then um, saves the MIT lady, and you know I guess after that she reconsiders um, talking to the board or whatever to accept them, but she never shows up again um and then after that uh i'm trying to think what happened because there is a lot of stuff that happens in this film um somehow they end up with dr strange in his dungeon Mm -hmm. i I think he might have like teleported them there i think that's what would happen
2: all right
1: Hmm. I i think he teleported them to his dungeon area Dr. Octopus
0: I think yes
1: because the next time we see him he already has the lizard already locked up
0: yeah he said he had found some other friends he'd had the lizard and Otto but he didn't have Electro yet
1: no Electro was kind of just building his power at that time Mm -hmm. but pretty much he explains to Peter hey
0: or Sandman yeah
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. But pretty much he explains to Peter, hey, you know, that spell that I tried to cast where you messed up, it caused some ripple effects in time. And now we have some other visitors, but I need you to round them up, you know, take this and Scooby-Doo this (laughs) with your friends and, um, you know, pretty much wrap this up. I'm going to give you this little transporter arm bracelet. So you just shoot them and they go right into the cell where I have the rest of these guys um and he's like okay you know this will be great or whatever but i'm trying to think does everybody ha- has everybody forgotten that he's spider-man at this point or is it I- i'm trying to think if the spell actually worked
0: mm, no
1: okay i don't no think it did
0: got him was spider-man but um people who knew he was Man from other universes were pulled in it's yes. very loose how this whole thing worked. <laughs> and they just kind of get, get away with saying, Well, the multiverse we don't fully understand.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I think that's where some of the problems lie for me in the film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where, you know, oh, the, the multiverse, there's so many questions we don't even know. So that's our answer.
0: Is the director's chair. <laughs> Whatever the director wants happens in this movie.
1: Yes. Um, but also i just thought dr strange was just so foolish to agree to doing the spell at this time because he's had a lot of growth since Mm -hmm. you know his first film where he was a broken doctor who had lost his his uh, ability to use his hands and then to become the sorcerer and to build himself up to being the sorcerer supreme and fighting one-on-one with thanos i mean he's been space been all over the place
0: they they he was weak in this movie but it's funny because the power he used to cast a spell was perhaps the strongest he's ever done but he was he was I don't know it's almost like when you when you're in football you don't wrap up in a tackle he just wasn't playing his best in this <sighs> film as a character he was sloppy
1: yeah yeah he was definitely sloppy didn't have the clear state of mind. I don't know, maybe he was bored. But yeah, yeah I I was like, man, he's just kind of foolish in this. Uh, this is not the strange that we've come to know. No. But um, you know, he's just trying to help Peter round up all of the the guys, the the villains. But which I thought was really amazing was that he transported them from the bridge to his dungeon. And he had already beaten up the lizard. He had already had him captured. I was like, "Wow, he worked really fast."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. One like a bonus scene I would like to sell. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but he had a couple bruises, so I guess he got scratched or something. Mm. But um, you know, after that, uh, Peter he teams up with his friends. You know, while they're still in the dungeon, he has a camera phone attached to his chest, so they can watch watch him do his thing. And he's out in this field somewhere, you know, this random field. And I think he was going there to maybe see Sandman or Electro, but both of them are there. And, you know, he starts talking to Electro. He's like, okay, you need to come with me. And also Sandman, he shows up. And from the previous film in uh, Spider-Man 3, I think he was kind of looked at as a sympathetic character because he just Mm -hmm. wanted to go home to his daughter and he was kind of a little misunderstood but I really did not care for him I don't think I really cared for him back then and this time I I really didn't care for him he's probably the least interesting
0: remember he was in a movie with Venom that that version of Venom yeah and so he was the main character villain but a side villain at the same time because he you're right he's not that compelling or interesting and he is more sad than anything he just wants to get back to his daughter um i think it was nice that the movie kept them in their same place because their whole thing is they're bringing their they've been brought back from right before the point of which they died um and which again doesn't make sense because why did the multiverse work in that way? But that's when they <laughs> were brought back. And I think the actors did a good job with the exception of Electro's 360. Um, a good job of appearing and acting as if they it was the next day of those films. I felt like with Sandman, that's exactly how he felt in the movie that I watched years ago. And that's how he would wake up today. Um, the same with Dr. Um, Oct and um,
1: Green Goblin
0: and the Goblin. I mean, they just I think that was the, the best part of the movie. Was it being the sequel to all those old movies at the same time?
1: Yeah. It if you were following these films from the beginning, it had so much payoff.
0: Oh, yeah. So it, it felt like it was seamless. It didn't feel like it was a new studio. It didn't feel like they were being ripped off. They looked the same, again, with the exception of Electro, but they made a point to talk about it because he looked so bad in what Sony did. Um, so, yeah. He was I, it, a
1: clown in that movie. He <laughs>
0: was. But it just, again, it makes me appreciate it so much more because they did so much payoff with those characters. In some ways, better... Than, than, the the heroes in this movie. Oh, okay.
1: You mean as I'm trying to think
0: as continuing characters.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. Well, I think they they did pretty well with the other heroes.
0: I think they did well. There just wasn't much to do. Oh uh, well,
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, you know he he captures Electro and Sandman and sends them back to the dungeon um he pretty much kind of tricked them because he was saying that you know i'm just trying to help you right you know sends them back right and but then then we
0: have we have jimmy fox's first best line (laughs) look at me like yo i was gonna stand like i'm not butt naked (laughs) i don't think anyone was ready for that in the theater like it was a very serious moment we have electro um jimmy fox oh my gosh we have sandman and then we're like oh we have this this jimmy fox <laughs> thank you this movie just got 10 times better
1: yes yes i loved him in this film he, he brought so much energy and really good jokes really good timing with all of them just so good with him um especially towards the end
0: towards the end was Another one of his great lines.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think how he came across Green Goblin. I mean, he doesn't come across him as, you know, the full suit Green Goblin, but he comes he comes across him as uh Norman Osborne.
2: Um
1: but actually before this, there is a scene where we see Green Goblin with the full suit on, full green suit, and he's you know really conflicted right because he doesn't want to be a part of or he he doesn't really want to be the Green Goblin Norman Osborn but the Green Goblin keeps taking over him so you know he throws away the suit and then he crushes the the mask which he probably didn't need because you know he kind of already has the face for it I've heard he many people say it <laughs>
2: so he many people does <laughs>
1: They're like, he doesn't need that mask to look like a goblin. <laughs> it's all across the board. People have said that. And I didn't ask them. But.
0: No, he had the grin, his face, his jaw. <laughs> it just all the lines nose. up. The nose. <laughs> I mean, the way he that man smiles in a creepy way. Um, it just fit. Perfect casting back in 2001. Who would have thought? <laughs>
1: Yeah, any kind of like creature goblin type of thing, he's it. Um, But yeah, he he was a really conflicted character that, you know, didn't really want to be the Green Goblin. But that that double personality kept taking over.
0: Right. And I kind of forgot about that conflicting thing that was going on with him in the first film. Um, But they brought it back and they did it very well.
1: Oh, yeah. So well. Um, but when Peter comes up to him, you know, he's really nice. He's, um, very thoughtful. He wants to help. Um, and Peter just brings him back willingly back into, um, Dr. Strange's dungeon area where he faces off or he, he sees the other villains that are locked up. And I don't know if this happened in the first film, but with uh, Norman Osborn and Otto Octavius, they were talking to each other like they had had this really good relationship for many years.
0: Yeah, I think that was payoff to the comics because we didn't see them interact in the films because obviously that was you know two different movies and Doctor Octavius. I don't think he was in the first Spider-Man um, back then. They didn't do so many um, Easter eggs and whatnot, so he wasn't there, but. They were scientists in the same universe who would have known one another um, had that been a real thing. So another excellent part of this movie, because you have different universes coming together, different movie studios coming together, they still paid homage even to this, you were in the same universe or you were in the same franchise. You all have history because they had that history and then Electro had history with, the lizard and Sandman he knew about um, Dr. Oct and um, Green Goblin. There was no communication, no conversation about them in Spider-Man three, but he knew about them cause it's on the news and whatnot. Cause it was his universe. So it, it's a lot of like little things stitching together that really made this film great and i it's like almost impossible to judge this film as a single film because it's so much of just do you guys remember this wasn't it cool <laughs> and there's not much yes the whole movie plot is original but there's not much original content that i'm excited about i'm more so excited about all the old stuff that i'm seeing on screen again
1: but if you went back and watch all of those old movies would you like them as much?
0: I think so. And I would say the it, biggest reason is because with the exception of Electro, <laughs> he's a big exception in this entire review. With the exception of Electro and maybe the Amazing Spider-Man series, we'll cut those two out. That's what I was going to ask you about. <laughs> the first three Spider-Mans, the CGI was very limited. It was, it was really just Spider-Man swinging through the air was the most made-up thing but it was really practical um it was a really practical movie um, of course you have the sandman and the effects with that and that venom was awful but even still <laughs> when I watched it I didn't mind it and and going back I've watched it since then i didn't think it was awful it was laughable as a character but for what it was it, it wasn't terrible I don't have to swallow a lot to watch the movies and enjoy it the Amazing Spider-Man, I think I was the most still just jaded about Spider-Man coming up again. But um, some of the graphics in there weren't the best. I thought um, the lizard
1: looked actually pretty well in that first the, the Amazing Spider-Man. He
0: did. I think so.
1: I think he might I have looked know. better in that film than in this one.
0: I could see it. I could see it. He looked very out of place in this one.
1: Um, I mean... He really was.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he was very out of place. And they didn't have much of him in the film either, I think, because of that. Um, But, yeah, I think I would still enjoy those movies just as much. Um, Even
1: the Amazing Spider-Man series?
0: I would. Yeah, I would enjoy it just as much. I didn't enjoy it that much. (laughs) It's not hard to enjoy it just as much. But, yeah.
1: Well, no better? Any better?
0: Uh, No. No. (laughs) Mm-mm. you don't like electro that first one <laughs> no i don't like any of his little come over um i thought it was funny at the time because <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be i mean it was to a degree but it wasn't supposed to be that laughable um, <laughs> i hope it wasn't <laughs> but the thing is from what i remember
1: from that movie you know jamie fox he comes off as a character who was misunderstood yep. uh, nobody remembered him Right. Um, they didn't remember his birthday that's why he turned i mean that was pretty laughable but, <laughs> but he thought spider-man was the only guy he could look up to because he's like uh spider-man was being a friend to him and then spider-man didn't remember his birthday and then you know he just lost it but um i thought it there was a scene in that film where it, it's before jamie fox turns into electro where there's a uh i think his boss or somebody that works within the company with him. Um he's talking to him kind of like out of his out of side of his mouth to him. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> there's almost like a a daydream of Jamie fox choking the guy.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And I thought that was really funny.
0: He blacked out.
1: Yeah. Well then it wasn't real and then you know we got back to the <laughs> normal life but still right. I thought that, that was black really black. funny. No no it he was wasn't.
0: it was very funny um and so they weren't taking themselves too seriously in that movie um Ah, they they were towards the end towards the end they were when he was the blue thing um
1: and then you have you also have um i guess the second iteration of green goblin but that was terrible
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you have his son um i was glad that they talked about his son in the in the sad way no one just wanted to be with the son again um but which son Harry. What is that his name?
1: Well, both of them are. I, I meant like there's been two of them.
0: Oh! I forgot.
1: <laughs> like a, so there's a there's a Green okay. Goblin in the second Spider-Man, right. the Amazing Spider-Man. The That's same movie great. with Electro.
0: <laughs> I forgot all about that.
1: He was the one who killed Gwen Stacy. You know, the payoff that we got at the end of this film where the second yes. Spider-Man was crying?
0: He called him. Yeah. 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 yeah that happened understand. deleted that character
1: <laughs> it was terrible It was. <laughs> he looked terrible so i mean yeah i mean i i didn't really hate that film i just thought it was you know a little disappointing i didn't think it was like the worst movie of all time but
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was in a good film no but um that pretty much ended that franchise um trying to think where were we so um yeah Norman Osborn you know he shows up and he's having some back and forth banter with um Otto Octavius and some of the other villains and all of them realize that you know they were fighting Spider-Man up until a point and then there's no next thought they don't they don't have any memory beyond that um so pretty much spider-man's like okay i'm going to try to help these guys these guys you know they had trouble fighting whatever other spider-man and i want to help them out dumb idea very dumb and i was thinking like how are you going to help them what what can you really do just send them you can
0: change them but if they go back they're going back to the grave like (laughs) you can't change (laughs) they're dead dead
1: yeah, and uh, Doctor Strange, he pretty much says that same thing. It has to happen this way. They have to die. Um, I'm not sure if all of them actually die. I don't know about the lizard. I don't know what happened to him. I can't remember.
0: I, I can't remember what his ending was. Um,
1: I know the Green Goblin, he stabbed mm-hmm. himself, not on purpose, but right. with his little glider. Well I same
0: man just went. Was what happened? He just
1: he didn't die.
0: That's what
1: I thought. <laughs> he was just yeah, Spider-Man just got him uh Oh yeah, I went in that sentence right there. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um What was I going to say? So uh Otto Octavius, he just sacrificed himself with his little uh invention, that little right, that sun. He had a little sun thing. Uh Venom he doesn't really show up in this film. And he kind of yeah. does. But yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, who else? Electro, I think he just disappeared. He just yeah, turned- he said
0: he was, he was absorbing power. And it was like overload or something.
1: He turned into nothingness.
0: Right. <laughs> Ascended.
1: Yeah. So pretty much most of them died. But some of them, I think Sandman and the lizard, maybe somehow ended up in prison. But Peter wants to fix them. So he um, doesn't listen to Doctor Strange and they end up fighting, which is one of the best scenes in the film. One of the best action scenes. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just too good. (laughs)
2: It
1: was so good. All of the dimensions and the fighting back and forth with him and Spider Man. And then, I mean, we see a little bit in the trailer where he separates him his soul from his mm-hmm. body what do they call it again the um, astral plane or the no. astral plane or yeah something we'll go with that
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's ancestral no, i think it's the, the astral plane yeah
1: yeah yeah um and at this time spider-man he has the uh little cube that dr strange has made which is almost like a detonation button to send them back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But Dr. Strange, he's trying to get it back. And, you know, he sends Peter to the astral plane, his soul. And, you know, he's able to see his own body. But his Spidey sense is able to kind of deflect Dr. Strange from getting the box. And, I mean, that makes it really interesting. That's It was a really fun little bit right there.
0: It Um, was. But to believe his spider sense is that strong, why does he ever get beat up?
1: <laughs> well sometimes he's just not fast enough to react.
0: I guess is his spirit in the way? like if his body with no direction can dodge these things, how's he ever touched? But it was creative. I wouldn't have think to use the Spidey sense in that way, but
1: yeah, it, it was fun um, but you know he gets back into his body and they just have this really good fight. They go into the mirror dimension. But um, Spider-Man, he outwits Doctor Strange and escapes and leaves Doctor Strange tied up until, I don't know, eternity (laughs) and leaves him there and um, pretty much goes back to uh, uh, Doctor Strange's dungeon area with the villains. And he says, you know, I'm just going to help you guys, but if you guys cross me, I'll press this button. Now, pretty much, he could end this movie right here and just press the button. But (laughs) yes, we didn't show up for that. (laughs) Uh, But I I thought it was just so foolish of Peter to go and try to help these villains. Like, have you not learned anything from your previous films? Especially the last one. Like, I I I didn't see any growth from him, from, you know, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home and then this film. You were fooled by a villain who has a whole bunch of Hmm. illusions in in the previous film. And now you're trying to help these villains who, you know, have pretty much passed away in whatever dimension they've been in. And uh, why help them? This only hurts you. You know that they're not good people and you're still going to try to help them, even though their fate is to die.
0: It's already sealed.
1: Well, yeah, that, that was a huge problem for me.
0: yeah um and then you know aunt may had some influence in there right she said you know we help people peter um it's our thing so
1: well has he tried to rehabilitate any other villain that he's faced
0: he has not this is a (laughs) fine time to start you could say it was the worst decision he made his life but
1: (laughs) oh it was
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah ruined his life um But he does. He tries to fix these these villains, and he is moderately successful. Yeah, but Um, these aren't these aren't MCU villains. This is old school Sony. There ain't no universe I can be the biggest and baddest that there is, and I will be. (laughs) Because in the MCU, you got to rank people because there's so much going on. You know, is he a Thanos level villain? Is he um, an Ant Man level villain? Like what you know, but in those old superhero movies that villain was the only villain that existed so they were the worst thing out there yeah
1: they, they thought they were the biggest baddest one but um yeah he he was very foolish but yeah aunt may she supported him in this and said you know go ahead and help him i'm right here with you But Green Goblin, he plays a really big role in this with helping Mm -hmm. the other villains and himself um, because he's he was a really good scientist Mm -hmm. and um, he's being very helpful to to Peter. And they go back to his um, highly technological advanced apartment where he has this uh, device that can pretty much make anything. It came from Iron Man.
2: Mm hmm.
1: And um, I'm not sure what they were really trying to make. I think it was just some vague things that they were just say, saying was going to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll um, make this potion pretty much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we didn't really know what was going to help them. That machine was just going to make it. Um, But yeah, he starts helping them. Uh, Pretty much the only one who is pretty much acting good is Green Goblin. And Sandman to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but his motivations are, are all over the place. If you want to get back to your daughter, why would you cross Spider-Man? Why would you be like, oh, okay? Well, the rest of the villains are jumping on him. Why not let me jump in too? Right. Like, what? What are you doing? He was still the least interesting too, but yeah. Um. Pretty much, he starts helping all of them, and then out of nowhere, the screen just starts shaking. Almost like you're having a big headache. Mm. But it's actually the spider sense. And it's the Green Goblin coming out. Mm. This is where the movie just completely turns. It's no more of that jokey, uh, fun-loving neighborhood Spider-Man kind of thing. Right. And Green Goblin just flips. And all those villains who were about to rehabilitate were flipping on him because Electro he saw this thing he had some kind of like circular arc reactor
0: it, yeah arc reactor
1: yeah on his chest and it was almost like it was powering up like a countdown mm-hmm. it was like
2: then dan <laughs> and
1: yeah. then he just toasted that thing and took it off
0: <laughs> right yeah I want that real power it's different <laughs> I need that power um yeah like, he's it- He's not really music.
1: compelling character,
0: right? This um, this 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 universe is electricity is different. I want that power. So he was easily flipped. Um, so the goblin was like, "Now we don't need this power up. Don't power down. What are you doing?" He's like, "All right, cool. I'll take this arc reactor. Take this thing, Tony Stark. Put it on my chest. Yes, Ultimate Electro." <laughs>
1: The final version of Electro, Super Saiyan yes. Electro, um, and then the Sandman just flips for reasons. Uh, the Lizard, <laughs> he was just sitting outside in the truck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just treated like the Shark guy in a Suicide Squad. Just, just outside. <laughs> but he's actually smart though. He's brilliant, um, but for some reason, I guess they didn't think he could get up. I don't know, past security or something um, just left him outside in the van
1: yeah but he saw it all coming he's like okay the fun begins once right. everything started to break um, they also did switch Otto Octavius over um, they <laughs> put a new chip in his neck but um, somehow that was destroyed and then um, he turned back to Dr. Octopus and Green Goblin just starts wailing on Peter
0: I mean, the strength, that old man strength with a mix of crazy um, tearing him up.
1: Oh, man, it was just ridiculous. Like, oh, my goodness, this guy's just destroying him.
0: Omni-man level threat. Okay. (laughs) He he said, I don't care about nothing. I'm going to destroy everything because I can. Right. I'm just crazy. That is it.
1: (laughs) He he was, it, it was almost like he was the juggernaut just 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 like hitting him through the floors just poof. it was just too good
0: too, too good. Well, he, said, he said a line i'm going to mess it up but he was like um all that power wasted um you know too weak to what uh, was like too too much power to handle but too weak to control i don't know something like that but he was too uh, weak to use
1: it or something like that
0: yeah all that power like too weak to use it Um, just mentally abusive uh, while tearing him up with a smile.
1: With the biggest grin. uh. (laughs) on,
0: Like the Grinch. He was the Grinch.
1: (laughs) He could be the Grinch. Um, But man, he was just destroying him. I mean, just tore his suit up, tore him up. And then... (laughs) I, I think Aunt May was still there. She, I think she was in the apartment or something.
0: Yes, she was in the apartment.
1: Yes, um, but you know, he's they're they're at the the um the first floor, and right, he's still he still getting...
0: went to run down, took the elevator, stupid. The electricity going gone. Take the elevator, take like the stairs. <laughs> he Took the elevator down to the main floor.
1: Yeah. Um, but pretty much Green Goblin hit him through all of those floors. He mm-hmm. body slammed him through pretty much 10 floors, 10 stories. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Aunt May, you know, she's running down the stairs. She gets there. She's trying to help. But she kind of gets in the way. And the glider that Green Goblin uses hits her. And she was OK. I was like, OK, I'll roll with it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, th- this is the same thing that killed him. Right. But, okay, I'll go with it. <laughs> but then she starts giving the line that Uncle Ben gave. I'm like, oh, no.
0: Yeah. I said, oh, that's it. Don't Is do it. it. <laughs> oh,
2: don't don't finish do the it. Sentence?
0: Oh, I was don't like, you, oh, no. Peter, with great power. Oh, man. <laughs> no,
1: not Aunt May.
0: Great responsibility. Oh, she did.
1: Yeah. She just passed. I was like, oh, no, I I almost shed a tear. I was like, wow, this this can't be happening. He doesn't have anybody
0: else. But you know what this confirms? Uncle Ben is the deadbeat. Like, I thought I assume we all assume Uncle Ben was dead. I thought, wasn't he? Is he dead or was he just not around for this Spider-Man? Well, I don't know. I've heard some things from
1: some other people. I didn't go back and watch, but some people have said that he did exist and he died i can't remember i but i don't ever remember them mentioning an uncle ben like i don't right. i don't remember them saying uncle ben did this right i almost I, feel like he doesn't exist in this universe
0: right there are no pictures anything like that um but she took that place in the mcu she gave the line and sacrificed her life right there i
1: um, didn't realize it that she took that place until that moment
0: yes no i didn't need until it until the very moment um and that is what happened. And also backing up a little bit before she died, whenever he struck her, I had a flashback to the first Spider-Man when Green Goblin blows up um, the side of that house where Aunt May is, and she's saying the, 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 the Lord's Prayer. And that was terrifying to me as a kid, <laughs> and she's praying, and she goes, he said, finish the line. And she goes, deliver us from evil. I mean, he looked like the devil. I mean, there were flyers, there were flyers everywhere. I was scared. I was like four years old. <laughs> Terrified. It brought me back to that moment. And I was like, this is the green goblin I remember.
1: <laughs> you had flashbacks.
0: I had a flashback. Finish it. <laughs> deliver us
2: evil, evil. <laughs> <laughs> <Even. laughs>
1: wait wait when did the original come out was that before 9 11 because i oh, thought you were going to reference that
0: what no that? let me see um let's see. spider-man see 2 was in 2004 oh it was 2002.
1: 2002
0: it was after 9 11 yeah
1: okay Okay, so yeah, I thought you were going to reference that because he blew up the side of the building.
0: No, no, I was thinking. I was thinking about old school Aunt May. Whenever she's ninety four, wow. Um, I mean, she
1: looked pretty old back then. But. I
0: yeah, she was old. <laughs> uh, born in nineteen twenty seven. Wow. Um, but yeah, when he went to that window and said that, I was terrified. Okay.
1: I mean, I would probably be terrified as a child watching this. I mean, because he just <laughs> destroyed Peter. I mean, he body slammed him through so many floors. I don't know if he has any breath left in his chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, Omni-Man level threat <laughs> Did not care.
1: Yeah. He was just such a great villain in this film. But, you know, Aunt May, she passes and <clears throat> Peter, I don't know why he didn't call or like, I don't know, use a cell phone or something, call nine one one, or you know, try to swing away with her to a, a ambulance or a hospital or something. I mean, she was right there dying in his arms,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that that was just really sad, so sad. I mean, I had a roller coaster of emotions in this film. I mean, it was really good, um, laughing moments, and you know, this death scene and then we get some really serious moments. It was just so much happening in this film. Um, But pretty much after this, Peter is just seeking revenge. But before that, you know, he goes to this place that, you know, he he just goes to to clear his head because pretty much he feels like he's lost everything. And then, you know, we get the next scene with um, MJ and Ned, and, you know, they're still trying to help, trying to help. And also Ned at this moment, he's gotten uh, Doctor Strange's uh, teleporting. What do you even call that um, <laughs> portal opener thing?
0: Yeah, I forget the name of that thing.
1: Yeah, we well, pretty but much
0: going to do it. So it's I guess he's a whole wizard out here. His, his grandmother did say he think there's some powers in the family. So we'll see if that comes what, what comes out of that.
1: Yeah. Um, But Spider-Man stole it from from Doctor Strange before he left him in the cold or in the uh, mirror dimension. But um, Ned, he's able to use it and he's trying to think of, you know, uh, he says, uh, what does he say? He said, find Spider-Man or something like Mm -hmm. that. You know, waving his fingers. And he does find a Spider-Man. But This one is the amazing Spider-Man, which is Andrew Garfield. Um, And I mean, even though I wasn't, I I didn't fully know that he was going to be in this film. I had heard Mm -hmm. some things just from, you know, outside things. But I mean, it wasn't too much of a spoiler for me. It was fine with him showing up again. And um, they're like, oh, you're not Peter. And he's like, I am Peter yeah <laughs> like show us that's your spider-man and, you know he starts climbing on the wall right. doing some other things they, they have some really good jokes and banter back and forth with them um but yeah he just says you know i'm from somewhere else from a different dimension or whatever and then they try to find spider-man again but this time it's toby Maguire's spider-man mm-hmm. and he shows up and it's almost like they entered with Almost like an audience waiting for them to clap.
0: Oh yeah! It's like (laughs) they came in with the soundtrack from the nineties. (laughs) Maybe they they paused and everything.
1: (laughs) It it was it was that kind of moment whenever they showed up.
0: It was filmed from a live studio audience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, but I like the little kind of uh, tiny little fight between toby Maguire and andrew garfield yeah and, and they show off that toby Maguire doesn't need um the the web shooters to shoot web it just comes out of his arm
0: i'm, I'm glad they addressed that because it's, it's movie. <laughs> in the comics it was never that way um they made fun of it I, I mean it was interesting even in the first spider-man it just comes out of his wrist um doesn't make any sense whatsoever in a world that doesn't already make sense, it's hard to find things that still don't make sense. And that still doesn't. Um, so I thought it was funny they, they sat on that for a minute. Yeah. And came back to it too.
1: Oh yeah, they, they came back to it. But um, pretty much we have all of the iterations of Spider-Man in this film. Um, I thought Andrew Garfield was actually a really good Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, even There's though- the good
0: character in this film.
1: Yeah, even though the tone of his films were kind of like more of a edgy, darker Spider-Man, mm-hmm. cooler Spider-Man. <laughs> right. I thought he 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 was a really good Spider-Man, and was dealt the wrong hand.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: But um, pretty much, they know where where to find Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man, because they've been there before. They they've been at those really low moments, mm-hmm. and they find him. And, you know, give them a speech about how they've been there before and how you need to come back and find a way to beat these guys because we faced them before. We know how to beat them, but we need your help. And then we we have a lot of good moments between them talking yeah. about their different worlds and um, who they fought.
0: Like and the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <What is> that?
1: <laughs> they've never been on a team before the previous Spider-Man's. Uh, they don't know what a team is, <laughs> so they don't, they don't know how to work as a team. Right. Um, I wouldn't call their all all of their visit villains street level, but compared to what Tom Holland has fought, I mean, they are street level.
0: Oh, very street level. I mean, Tom and <laughs> Thanos. I mean, and even Tobey Maguire is like. Um, so wait, I'm still getting over the fact that you said you went to space and fought aliens. <laughs> you didn't just fight aliens you fought them in space um and it it also shows i think the level of comfort that mainstream has become with these bigger ideas of what movies can be popular right um starting again with Guardians of the galaxy being so far out there some people loving it um back when the original spider-mans came out i mean all we had was blade and x-men and Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was very much dumbed down for people to understand and get into, and now there's so much growth that has happened. It's like it's very different. Twenty years.
1: Yeah, um, and all of these actors who have played Spider Man, um, well, out of all of them, Tom Holland has been the youngest mm-hmm. when playing Spider Man <clears throat> because uh, Andrew Garfield, he is 38. And when he played Spider-Man, he was, he was about 30. <laughs> wow.
0: 30-year-old high schooler.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, And then Toby Maguire, yeah, he was about the same age because he's 46 right now. But um, Tom Holland, he's had, well, how many films has he been in? So he's been in Civil War, mm-hmm. Homecoming, Far From Home, No Way Home, both Avengers movies. He's been six. And he's only, what, 25. So, yeah, he's been the youngest out of all of them. And has played in the most movies Mm -hmm. (laughs) out of all of them. But pretty much they all have really good banter between each other about what happened with them, their world, um, their version of the, the, the people that they know from each world, like MJ, um, mm-hmm. Toby McGuire, he said, him and MJ, I guess they're working things out or trying to. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're on and off. I mean, how on
0: and off can you be? I mean, you're like, what, about 50 years old? <laughs> <laughs> you know I think that is Spider Man's MO. He can't, Spider Man usually doesn't end up happy or he doesn't end up, you know, just having a regular life. Him and MJ will always have their ups and downs um so it's continued
1: yeah i mean spider-man has always been the type of character who always has something wrong like he 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 can't catch a break right which makes him really relatable Mm -hmm. and andrew garfield uh the way that his mj slash gwen stacy ended she ended up dying of course um which happened in the comics. I mean, I I think in the same exact way.
0: Yep.
1: Um, But yeah, uh, we have some payoff with that towards the end also, but you know, they, they uh, come up together with this plan to draw on the villains and uh, fight all of them on the statue of Liberty. Now we have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, It's pretty much, I think the last 30 to 40 minutes of the film where we have the, the big fight scene. Um, Pretty much, it's all really good action. But they're just trying to get them, get all of the villains back into one place so they can send them back to their um, respective places and get the box. Because I think,
2: doesn't the Green Goblin have it at this time?
0: Um, I'm not sure.
1: Oh, wait, never mind. No, no. no. MJ, they still have it. Yeah, MJ, they still have it so (laughs) this might punch a hole in the in the film but why not press the button
0: i don't i was thinking that too why don't i i think maybe because they could be saying well spider-mans will also go but does it matter if they go because the villains are also gone um i the button never gets pressed because they fix it in other ways. Yeah. that that was a big big plot point to stick on and didn't quite make sense because if there was ever a time that things got out of control, it was then. So I don't know why the button was never pressed.
1: Yeah, because um, Mary Jane and uh, Ned, they were in on the plan to get the villains. Why not just you know, press the button and end this. (laughs) Um, But that was one of the few problems that I had with this film, that there were a few holes that you could poke in it where the movie probably could have ended a lot earlier. But I I was really good with what we got, though.
0: My biggest problem was this whole movie gets to continue because Spider-Man was able to trap Dr. Strange in a web in the mirror dimension. Dr. Strange versus Spider-Man should never even be a question as to who would win the battle. (laughs) This man was a sorcerer supreme, okay? You know, he is master of the mystic arts. How in the world is this teenager able to subdue him for so long? He was in there for 12 hours, he said. Well, I,
1: the the webs they I guess they just stick that long,
0: but he, he should have never gotten stuck. Um, I, he he sh- used I math. Mean, he should have went to the astral dimension and left his body there. Something, something else. That battle did not go how it should have went.
1: But it, if you look at Doctor Strange's last few appearances on screen, he's taking some else.
0: Well, I mean, his fight against Thanos, he didn't necessarily win it, but he was one of the few to go. He lost, but he was one of the few to go one-on-one.
1: Okay. I I guess a moral victory.
0: (laughs) A moral victory, but also like the scale of abilities. He went one-on-one, whereas Spider-Man ran and was saved by like 20 other heroes.
1: Well, also Iron Man went one-on-one with him, with Thanos.
0: He did. Iron Man one on one with him too, and I think Spider this Iron Man would be able to effectively disarm this Spider Man, the same way Doctor Strange should have been able to.
1: Oh, he could just take his suit away. He's he's gone,
0: right? And he did
1: that actually. The first film,
0: he took it away. Right? I don't. There. I mean, twelve hours. I guess isn't a long time in the grand scheme of things to be stuck um, in a whole other dimension in web, but I. Just find it hard to believe that that's what happened that shouldn't have happened i mean i was fine
1: with it it was a good fight
0: it was a good fight it was a good fight
1: yeah um pretty much uh it ends with tom holland spider-man and green goblin facing off on the statue statue of liberty and Spider-Man is just wailing on him. I mean, he's just giving every kind of punch that he can give. And he's not holding back.
0: No. <laughs> he's not pulling the punches. No. He's mad. And the other two Spider-Mans are like, oh, gosh, he's really pissed off right now. He needs to calm down. He should him. be. We need to tell him he needs to, he needs to let it go. This
1: has let it go? This he has just killed
0: Aunt May. This has to happen. Not a strength it had it had to happen that way
1: actually it didn't he could have just pressed the button
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think didn't goblin say it was his fault she died
1: yeah and it, it was <laughs> <laughs> well that's what makes it even worse for him but she was okay even in death with the way that it went
0: she was she said i you know she can she can die because she did what she thought was right being a good person
1: i guess just press that button and go we'll figure out a way to make everybody forget you know some other way
0: exactly (laughs) exactly um it did not have to go the way it did but for the sake of a movie i'm glad it did because i got to see it um and then you have so they have this battle. He pulls back, and they have some reconciliation of the Spider Mans. You know about what this is, how to move forward, what to do. Um, have some conversation with the other villains that are there. Um, Electro has some conversations with his Spider Man, and he he says a line that I feel like was written by Tyrese in the Transformers film. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was just
0: like, you know. Didn't see it coming. I, I didn't see it coming. on he said, you know, you're from Queens. You have a lot of poor people. I thought she was black.
1: There's got to be a black one out there somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love Angie Garfield's face because I feel like it's so genuine to how it would have been in real life. Just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, I let you down. Like, you're all right, but I thought she was like the queen, people. yeah. yeah. <laughs> be awesome. That line was just so uncalled for. It, I mean, it, it totally was not the mood of the scene at all. Um, but hilarious.
1: Oh, it was so hilarious. He um, had some of the best lines in the film.
0: They let Jamie be Jamie, and I thought that was awesome.
1: Yeah, that, that was great. Um, but also a Green Goblin, when um, Tom Holland is beating him up, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man jumps in the way and stops mm-hmm. him. Then the Green Goblin stabs him in the back. I mean,
0: <laughs> but he, and this, he gets uh, he's hurt, but he's walking around. He's smiling. He's, he's giving out hugs. This man was just impaled in the back. And he's old. We've established he is the old Spider-Man, right? Um,
1: it seems like he's barely even acting in this film.
0: He, <laughs> I, I, and, and rewinding a little bit when he first appears in Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, he says, you you're going about it as like a youth pastor, or youth? <laughs> that's right, because
1: he he wasn't wearing a Spider-Man suit.
0: <laughs> he really looked. At, he did like a youth pastor. Um, so it was. It was. That was funny, but um, no, he did get stabbed in the back, unfortunately.
1: Um, But he's still walking around like it was nothing.
0: Plot convenient. Well, you
1: know, Spider-Man, he does have that strength, you know, so I'll let it go.
0: I don't know about that.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, um, yeah, pretty much they, uh, oh, actually, after this, Doctor Strange He's trying to stop the ripple effect from the, uh, the box from spreading <laughs> because there's other people from other dimensions, from these Spider-Man dimensions that are still trying to come in because <clears throat> I think the box broke or something. Well, it was, it was something the like that.
0: All was contained, but it wasn't fully like, taken care of. So that's why people started to break through. Uh, it was interesting how it was purple. Reminded me of, you know, of Kang and um, the, the the sacred timeline and all this kind of stuff. Uh, different universes blending together. It was interesting, and I'm sure someone has then dissected like whose figures those were. But you could kind of make out some figures in the clouds.
1: I saw um, the rhino.
0: Row, you didn't? Oh yeah.
1: I'm not sure about anybody else. I oh, know. I know I saw him, but yeah, Doctor Strange, he was trying to contain it, and um this is after he has come back from the mirror dimension where he was for twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ned opened the portal and he was able to come through mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he tries to contain the uh the ripple effect. And then he's able to somehow, I'm trying to remember the exact details of how it wasn't just
2: him just waving his arms. Um,
0: (laughs) it kind of was.
2: Yeah. And And also,
0: said a name and then did the circle thing.
1: Yeah. And I also wanted to rewind a little bit to one of the payoffs from the previous The Amazing Spider Man 2. Where Gwen Stacy, uh, she died from falling in the clock tower or Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, you know, just trying to save her with his web, but he cracked her back and she died. Mm -hmm. It was pretty brutal. But um, he was able to save this universe's Mary Jane, uh, Michelle, because she's pushed off the ledge and she's falling. And it looks like Tom Holland is about to save her, but but Mm -hmm. then he gets hit out the way. And then um, Andrew Garfield he comes down and he saves her and then he asks her is she okay she's like yeah and then she asks him if he's okay because <laughs> he, yeah yeah he was okay, about I to was cry it. <laughs> <emotional>. <laughs> yeah it was very emotional because he was not able to save his Gwen Stacy slash MJ um, so there was some payoff there mm-hmm. which is really nice trying to think if there was any other moments like that in that fight scene there was a lot of things going on
0: yeah a lot was happening um there were so many characters you kind of had to have background moments right lizard was kind of locked up for a bit um to the background um same thing with sandman and electro to an extent was kind of ignored um when they weren't you know being the focus of the screen but
1: that was a green goblin in a way
0: right Mm mm-hmm I don't think there's
1: anything else major. I mean, Doctor Strange he contains everything and then, mm-hmm. you know, they go back to doing whatever. And um everybody goes back to their dimension, all of all of the villains and the other Spider-men, they go back to where they came from. And then uh pretty much Oh, I know what it is. So the way that Doctor Strange is able to get, you know, the the other. Whatever was coming through from the other dimensions to go away Mm -hmm. was Spider-Man told him Tom Holland, Spider-Man told him. Just make everybody forget that I'm Spider-Man, because that's the reason why everybody's coming here. So he warns this Spider-Man, if I do the spell, I'll I'll even forget that you're Spider-Man. Nobody will remember you. And then he's like, just do it anyway. And he does it. But before then, you know, he says his last goodbyes to um, MJ and Ned. And he tells them, you know, you're not going to remember me, but I'm going to find you. I'm going to let you know that, you know, I'm Peter, I'm Spider-Man. And then the spell happens and they all forget him. And then um, he goes to where they are, Ned and MJ. And, you know, he's just checking up on them just to see. And we think that he's going to explain himself, but no. He just sits back and say, hey, you know, looks like they are being very successful. They are able to get into MIT. I'm just going to leave them where they are right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Then the movie ends. And I'm like, wow. What it a- kinda,
0: it's almost sets up room for three more movies, right? About Why not? <laughs> um, but I don't know where they'll take the character from here.
1: Well, I think that actually, I don't know.
0: <clears throat> because <clears throat> essentially, they have deleted him from the MCU at this point, because no one has memory of who he is. So all the relevant stories that Peter has been in in the MCU don't quite Pan out the same way anymore. So his connections are gone. His friends are gone. Um, May is gone. Iron Man's gone. He's kind of on his own and he can start over as the street level neighborhood Spider Man who, you know, does pizza deliveries to make it by in this small, dirty apartment. Um, And we've seen that movie three times. So I don't think they're going to do that again. (laughs) Um, So I think they could also retire the character for a little while at least in his own movies. But then even thinking about it, he wouldn't really need to be in any team-up movies either because no one knows who he is from the team up with. Um, Now we do have um, obviously the in credit scenes and you have the first one with Venom being there, Eddie Brock, um, which doesn't quite make any sense as to why he's there. Um, because he has no relation to Spider-Man in any universe at this point, um, or this version of Venom, but he is there at the bar talking to the person, just trying to understand what this world is. And then he goes back, he's sent back, but a piece of the symbiote is left behind, right? So now we have, it's really, again, plot convenience, right? How is this little piece of Venom able to stay in this universe? Um, and what would that mean? So there could easily be a, a Spider-Man versus Ven- Venom movie. Um, it won't be Eddie Brock's Venom, which I think is interesting. A lot of people wanted that. So it would be someone different um, than re- the current Venom we're seeing. So I don't know if they'll go that route or just leave that kind of hanging for a few years.
1: Well, I, I don't want this Venom. I really don't. <laughs> let's let's get somebody else. Let's Let's... Get somebody else directing this film because Venom 2 is absolute garbage. I didn't
0: think it was garbage,
1: it's trash. But, um, it'll be interesting to see if they do like a Venom type movie. Mm -hmm. Or, also, I have to think, um, you know, how there have been previous characters that Spider Man or Tom Holland Spider Man has fought in his previous films like the vulture mm-hmm. it, it looks like they were trying to set up something to where they were going to show up again
0: right. have they we're fought thinking, him
1: They're like, do they know six. him does who know him the vulture or scorpion or the, uh, mobius
0: oh well I don't know about, I don't know about mobius um, but vulture I guess they didn't come into this movie because they didn't need to be pulled in from a different universe, so their their fate has been sealed in this universe
2: already. Yeah, but they still forgot him. Oh, yes, yes. I see what you're saying. So they shouldn't have any beef with Spider-Man. Oh.
0: In theory. I guess. Well, I mean, they can have no beef with the hero, but if they're doing something wrong, Spider-Man's going to show up.
1: But they're already in like, prison. Well, certainly. I guess. I don't know. if They break out.
0: Right, right. So they're there. They could be an th- issue, but I doubt they'd rehash that again.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just interesting to see. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a really good film that had a lot of payoff, but the problems with I, I guess how the, the movie moves forward with everything i mean it could have been just ended with one click of a button mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a big problem for me and also the foolishness of dr strange and spider-man um okay. Sp- spider-man trying to help these villains and dr strange trying to help tom holland um, right. he, he could have figured out another way he, he didn't have to do that it was just really reckless by both of them which i had a huge issue with and I mean, I still enjoyed this film a lot, so much. Yeah. But as far as ranking, this would not be number one for me. Okay. As, as, as far as a movie from top to bottom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um, I think that Far From Home is number one. Then this film, then Homecoming.
0: Yeah, I didn't care Far From that much.
1: <laughs> well, uh, what's his name um mysterio soldier for me the illusions you really the, like the, that
0: the, version the, of mysterio the, the, the trickery is mean, good the trickery not amazing though he wasn't, he wasn't he wasn't as compelling he was a whole villain because he was mad that his invention was called barf
1: well that's fine that's fine i don't care how we got there <laughs> silly we got there
0: <laughs> silly motivation um, I don't like what it did for the character I, I mean, I guess that's how you get this movie, but yeah, i don't I wasn't a huge fan of that one
1: but I remember you still liking the illusion part
0: it was a it was a good a good sequence it was a very good sequence
1: yeah I, I really enjoyed that film. I mean, just like this one. I think this one has a bigger scale. Um, No Way Home. Mm -hmm. It it definitely has a bigger scale. Um, Probably the most enjoyable. But I think Far From Home is the best complete movie. I mean, Homecoming is still great, too. But, you know, it's...
0: I guess. I guess I also don't like whenever villains in these movies are played up to be something they're not. So you have the elementals in um, in uh, Far From Home, and they were just visual effects. Like, I hate when they do that.
2: They were mad that you were that. tricked.
0: Right. They were actual characters, but we're not going to have them be characters because I don't care for that in movies.
1: It was an Iron Man 3 to you.
0: Exactly.
1: No, it's not that bad.
0: Uh, well, not that bad of a movie, but they did the same thing.
1: I mean I guess
0: Which takes me to another issue With the first and second Spider-Man being Iron Man Jr
1: He's still Iron Man Jr
0: (laughs) I mean look how he he, But the story was a lot different
1: The story was different But look at the way he tried to solve his problems He went to some machine that can make anything That um, Iron Man gave him
0: Very Iron Man yeah
1: so I, I think what we're gonna get from here is a Spider-Man with less technology.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: If you know <laughs> Marvel and Sony come to terms.
0: Right. I, I think this is a great period in the sentence that is Spider-Man um in live action. I don't I don't need another Spider-Man movie. I didn't need it six years ago
1: you say you didn't need a movie six years ago
0: right like i didn't care for when they did the spider-man the amazing spider-man series um (laughs) glad spider-man exists in the mcu but didn't really care for his movies to start off with
1: uh well i mean i really like spider-man as a character I don't know why people are like, oh, there's been so many Spider Mans in this amount of time, but yet but Batman has had multiple movies the but same see, way. I
0: have the same problems. And I probably hate Batman worse. Is <laughs> that? Huh? I agree. With I, 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 there's been too many Batman's as well.
1: I mean, you got Ben Affleck, and then we got uh, Robert Pattinson being Batman mm-hmm. within a few years. Right. Really, if you look at it, I mean they re-released that Justice League, so within mm-hmm. two years.
0: Yep, I'm done with them too.
1: <laughs> I still I'm still gonna see it, but I'm just saying.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna pay to see it. We'll see.
1: <laughs> and also, um, Spider Man No Way Home has got one billion dollars worldwide.
0: Yeah. So the first one since pre COVID to hit billion dollars
2: yeah it's crazy
0: yeah it's crazy that we spend that much on entertainment as a whole society um the right thing yeah
1: (laughs) but um yeah we we did get a couple of uh post-credit scenes um the first one yeah it was fine it was just another uh venom scene but mm-hmm. the second one was with uh, Doctor Strange pretty oh, much trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home the same day that the trailer for Doctor Strange came out.
0: I didn't watch the uh, Doctor Strange trailer when it came out. I waited until after I saw the movie just in case it spoiled anything.
1: Oh, okay, because yeah, I, I sent it to you.
0: <laughs> yes, I did not watch it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, but that's pretty interesting too. 'cause i I thought that Doctor Strange might be locked in the mirror dimension until his movie, mm. but then he you know he came back but right. That's where I thought the multiverse of madness was gonna come from.
0: Nope, but it's yeah. all strange, it's all his fault,
2: yeah, and he's it...
0: asking Wanda for help. Didn't see that coming,
1: <laughs> yeah, check it out, check out that trailer
0: yeah.
1: um this ain't about Westview.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he said that, please, that's Disney plus. I have bigger <laughs> problems here,
1: <laughs> so I don't care about that place. no, but um, any other thoughts before we give it a rating?
0: No, I was glad to watch this movie. I think it is an example of what fans can 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 get when they when they dream.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was like an Avengers movie for Spider man yeah, but um. Let's go and give this a rating. So the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film Spider-Man No Way Home?
0: I would personally rate this as a mid-level banger. Um, I do wonder how it plays out to people who are maybe 16 years old and younger. Because I loved Spider-Man when I was a kid growing up and watching them. But I wonder how kids view this movie and is it is it a good movie because it's a good movie or is it a good movie because of the movies it references because it relies heavily on old movie references that are 20 years old so do kids like this movie the same way that i did when i was a kid and watch spider-man i don't know if they rate it the same way
1: well i think they do especially if they've been following since homecoming i think they definitely do
0: I guess they could. Do you you think it's the same as how you and I might feel about it, though?
1: No. Um, It's it's nothing like watching those movies from the start, because you didn't know what was going to come after. We didn't know that we were going to be at this point.
0: There was no end credit scene. There was no universe. (laughs) What? Nick Fury didn't exist. What are the Avengers?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, there was so much unknown at that time i mean for for movies as, as far as uh, a sequel we didn't know a sequel was was, was in the works whenever the first right. one came out
0: right um Heck, the was internet before... wasn't even that great back then no <laughs> 2002 no not was at no all spoilers wasn't no pausing a trailer to lot watched for defects i don't know if you heard <laughs> about that the no of the trailer so there was the trailer that shows um all the villains coming together and leaning towards spider-man in the original trailer or the, i think the second trailer you could see the um lizard being punched by thin air because it had edited out that spider-man and they quickly changed it once the internet found a hold of it and paused it and was like there's another thing there they edited it out and um Of course, it was obviously another Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, but, you know, people, they are dissecting everything that comes out.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Especially something like this. I mean, I I think most of the people who are dissecting this kind of thing are the 16 and younger or the, Mm -hmm. I don't know, late teens, very early 20s. I mean, we're still in the twenties, but still,
0: right? We're still, we're still in twenty. Um, I don't know. I guess they are. I don't know. If They're just as excited as we are. Um, I hope they are. But yeah, a lot well, of. I mean, there's money.
1: There's money coming I, in. Still, so, so, yeah, so. money
0: is there. That money <laughs> is there. Um, but yeah, it is a lot, di- a lot. of dissecting nowadays. Um, as soon as these things hit the market. But what is your score? What's your rating?
1: Um, I'm gonna go with the same thing. Mid level banger. Um. Yeah. It, it just misses the mark for me on a high banger or, or a certified banger because yeah. you can poke too many holes in this. Um, this movie could have ended way earlier, but <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we got what we got. But there's a lot of things that could have happened before what we got, or where we got to.
0: Yeah, one thing that could have you know set it over the top, put Jimmy Fox on the soundtrack. I'm just saying, He's soundtrack. On you got an r&b rap legend he could have called kanye up they could have did something you know spider-man for the one time um
1: gonna get a black panther style of uh soundtrack
0: missed missed opportunity yeah
1: that's coming out next year
0: that's that's next year that's next year
1: yeah well that's gonna be sad but um hopefully still a great film yeah um but any other thoughts about Spider-Man No Way Home?
0: Um, none really. Um, I think the title in this one was a I don't know if I do you like the titling scheme of these movies? Homecoming, all the homes Star in them, home, no way home. I don't uh know. I thought no way home was a stretch.
1: <laughs> I mean, there is no way home because he was being um chased by everybody. Oh, also, we did not mention that. Uh Daredevil from the Netflix series. Oh
0: yeah. yeah but he, he doesn't should... really do anything. No, he is a lawyer, like he is a lawyer everywhere. But this just confirms that that particular ne- Netflix show is still a part of or is officially a part of the MCU can, which is nice. He will obviously forget who Spider-Man is. Um, but he never revealed himself to Spider-Man, so it's not like Spider-Man knew he was Daredevil or anything. Um but it was nice to know that he was in this. He's yeah. in the MCU.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if you've watched Hawkeye, but the Kingpin shows up in that.
0: Oh, nice. I have not. I have time this week. I'll probably start it tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Kingpin, he shows up just for a couple of episodes, but yeah, he, he's in the in the uh, series. But yeah, I think that's all the cameos we got in this film. Mm-hmm. But... I mean very enjoyable film. If you haven't gone and see it, see it right now. I don't know if you've even gotten this far because we spoiled everything, but (laughs) really good film. But I think that does it for us at any reviews. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click that message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.